2: lucy hickmott
0: it's monday the 16th of december coming up disabled toddlers mobility vehicle stolen
3: she's kind of gone back to to baby stage, so to speak because she's now just able just to crawl around the floor indoors she can't actually go outside and do anything independently
0: big issue founder talks about interview with archbishop of canterbury
1: things are getting worse you've had nine years of austerity There's a a real backlog of work to be done around dismantling poverty.
0: And volunteering helps tackle social isolation.
2: Volunteering is the only thing that's helping me at the moment to get out and do stuff really. I'm not in education or anything like that or in work because of my anxiety.
0: Kent Online News. First today, a body's been found during a search for a missing person in Hawkehurst. A police helicopter was spotted over the village yesterday evening and officers made the discovery on Highgate Hill. A man who set fire to a Gravesend flat following complaints about his antisocial behaviour has been jailed for more than two years. David Daisley set the rented property alight in March after a year-long dispute with shopkeepers, which led to his landlord taking the decision to evict him. The 51-year-old, who used to live in Pelham Road South, denied arson with intent to endanger life but was convicted following a trial. A teenager's appeared in court accused of attacking a man in Dover, leaving him with severe facial injuries. The victim, who's in his 20s, was treated in hospital after being assaulted in an alleyway on Cannon Street in the early hours of the morning last month. An 18-year-old man from the town has been remanded in custody and is due back in court in the new year. The parents of a disabled toddler from Northleat near Gravesend say they've been left virtually housebound after someone stole their Land Rover, which had her mobility vehicle inside. Two-year-old Willow needs specialist equipment to move around. Her mum and dad, Emmy and Jay Hughes, have been telling us what sort of impact it's had on their lives.
3: Willow um, has spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Um, She sadly cannot stand or walk so it's heavily reliant on a, on a vehicle to transport all of her equipment, whether it be wheelchairs, walkers,
4: buggies. There's a lot that goes with her. <laughs> Tuesday evening is when it was taken. I left the house to go to the gym about quarter past eight, um, and I got back about 11, and then when we checked on the CCTV it was taken at about... 20 to 9 I think the exact time was mm. just so it's just hume, they must have been must there? have been watching for ready for me yeah. to leave to be honest um, Emmy, and, Emmy and Willow were still still in the house it's just thankful they didn't try and go for the keys and go for the front door to be honest that's the only good thing we can
3: yeah. take positive thing
4: that we can take out of it. It's just
3: really weird The kind of housebound now, really. It's like normally a a Thursday. Willow isn't at nurseries. We'd normally go out and about for the day, so we'd be going out in 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 her walker. Um, Um, it's not designed like to just go on on the pavement or on the road. So we do normally, you know, whether um, it's to to Bluewater or I like to take you know out and about for the day somewhere. But now we haven't got the truck. We've only got a smart car. We obviously I can't take anything. None of her equipment fits obviously in a smart car. Um. She's 15 kilos, so literally i would just have to carry her around the, and on the whole Some
4: Wednesday evenings, and has a family, we take a trip to, say, the local supermarket. Willow can walk around in a, in a walker, you know, because it's different sites and saying it's just, you know, exercise for her. So and obviously it's we, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. So her whole kind of daily physio, uh, her physiotherapy
3: that really? she's Whoa. supposed to have every day, she can't access that anymore, so she's kind of gone back to, to baby stage, so to speak, because she's now just able just to crawl around the floor indoors. She can't actually go outside and do anything independently anymore.
4: People can say, oh, you know, it's just, it is just an object. Well, it is. It is just an object. But it was for Willow's independence, so to speak, and, yeah, in time we can get it back. You know, but yeah, it's well, just. You know, an insurance claim, so to speak.
3: but, but it, 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 it could be months until we're kind of up and about and, and out and about again. And other, other than all, all that we can do is I can drive her to, to nursery in my little smart car, and, and that's it. That's all, that's all that we can do now. Can't go
4: anywhere. And she said, uh, when Emmy went out to take her to nursery the other day, she said, Where's the truck? <laughs> so, yeah, what do yeah, you say yeah. to that?
3: You're going to soon? Bad be, men took it. Soon, soon going to realise that you know why? Why aren't we going here? Why aren't we going there? Why aren't we doing the things that, that we always do? Because we're always out and about every day.
4: The Christmas break's coming up. You know what do we do? That's our it, time as a, as a as a family. You know, yeah, we, we can't, can't just go and can't. visit now because. It's not just as easy as jumping in a car and chucking our stuff in and going. You know, we ain't even got a car that we can all, all three of in. us can fit in. So it would have to be, you know, I'll take Willow somewhere, and then you take Willow somewhere. We can't
3: actually all go out together as a family. We, we've got to get, you know, an, an alternative car. And, and insurances don't cover kind of courtesy cars. If it's been stolen, that's only for repairs. Mm. So other than trying to hire something, um, Again, it's just that's more another expense, expense over Christmas. On, top of, on top of Christmas. I've got masses of paperwork to fill in for the insurance claim. I guess we can we re- all we can hope for is that. Tomorrow morning, with all of this coverage, that it is back outside. Yeah, someone, it's back, it's back
0: outside someone the
4: turns house. up and just leaves it there. <laughs> yeah, just wake up and it's back outside.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: 32 firefighters have been tackling a huge blaze in a barn in Marden overnight. Crews were called to Tilden Lane just before half nine after 350 bales of hay caught alight. It's not known yet how the fire started. A woman's been rescued after she was spotted in the sea off the Isle of Sheppey. Police, Coast Guard, and lifeboat crews were called to the Lees in Minster in the early hours of this morning. She was taken back to shore and looked after by paramedics. The Archbishop of Canterbury says we shouldn't expect royals to be superhuman saints. The head of the Church of England has been commenting on the controversy surrounding Prince Andrew and his friendship with convicted sex offender Geoffrey Epstein. Justin Welby's also used his Christmas message in The Big Issue to share his concerns about the rise of hope homelessness and intolerance towards minorities. The magazine's founder, Lord John Bird, has been speaking to Sky News.
1: This time of the year, we do get quite a number of people who want to tell us their thoughts for the year. Uh, And, you know, we approached him and asked his, uh, you know, a very short interview, what was his big concerns over the last year and his ambitions for the next year um and um this was what came up threw up you know the idea that things are getting worse you've had nine years of austerity uh boris better get moving uh there's a a real backlog of work to be done around dismantling poverty and the archbishop is one of the champions of people in the deepest of need. Everybody wants an instant solution, but if you can, if you concentrate on instant solutions, then all you're doing is helping people through the night, so they become almost internal refugees. What we've really got to do, and this is where people have got involved, is back the organisations that are trying to get people off the streets now, the big issue is one of them, but there are many of them, try and back those organisations who want to get people off the streets now, but also are working to prevent people falling on the streets in the first instance. If you look at the fact that uh, I would say probably about 70 to 80% of the people that I work with and have worked with in the big issue, and myself when I was a rough sleeper and homeless, most of us had failed at school. So there was a kind of predictability of failure. We weren't going to do very well. We weren't going to be well paid. We were only going to be one paycheck away from disaster. Um, So you have to work on those big things like education, social issues around social support for families in need, stopping families. Don't spend the money on them when the grief is hit. That's what normally happens. You spend a shed load of money on people. When, uh, when, when the trouble started, but the real thing is you've got to prevent it happening. So what we need is we need a much more um, aware public. We need people voting for the parties that are gonna bring about the change, but we also want people volunteering and involving themselves in the lives of these organizations which will help people off the street and also help them come in the first instance.
0: Lord Byrd also told us what he thinks five more years of a Conservative government will mean.
1: I think it could mean a a lot of things. It could mean that things get terribly worse. It could mean that uh, Boris is going to put his money where his mouth is and he's going to do all sorts of things, like, for instance, address the problems in the north. The problems in the north underinvestment, those industries that closed down in the 80s, which had never been replaced, the schools and the quality of life, that all kind of gets moved down and it ends up as homelessness, it ends up as social dislocation, it even ends up as part of the prison population. So if he's serious about that, if he's serious about sorting out the National Health Service, I know one thing I would want him to do is to look upon the streets as an extension of the A and E department because when you go and talk to those people, they nearly all have physical and mental health issues and they're a spill out. So, if he's going to address that, then maybe it's a way that we can work towards getting people off the streets. Kent Online News.
0: Two people have been threatened by masked men who went into a shop near Gravesend and stole cash from a safe. The robbery happened at the co op on Talbot Lane in Ebbsfleet eight days ago, and police are now asking to speak to witnesses or anyone with dashcam footage. Meantime at kentonline.co.uk, you can see CCTV images of a man police are looking for after cash was stolen stolen from McGregs in Dartford. The suspect targeted the shop in the High Street in October, taking a charity bucket that was raising money for children in need. Two teenage girls have been arrested after a Poundland store in Canterbury was placed on lockdown. Staff are said to have been punched and had items thrown at them on Saturday afternoon after someone tried to steal a 50p advent calendar. The shop had to be closed until police arrived. A 13 and 14-year-old have been released on bail until February now we've been hearing how becoming a volunteer can help you overcome your own feelings of isolation and anxiety Liam Lancaster from Walderslade is part of a befriending project linked to Medway voluntary action the 21 year old's been helping people get to doctors appointments church and lunch clubs for the last five months it's all about tackling loneliness and Liam says it's made a huge difference to his life
2: I decided to get into it because I was isolated Um, In my house. I didn't do much in that. And I wanted to start doing something. So um, my mum, we uh, found an MVA And my mum started talking to them with me. Um, And then we decided that I needed to get out more. Um, So we decided that this would help me get out more and help other people at the same time who have the same uh, problem. It's helped me a lot. Um, I have severe anxiety, so I don't really like talking to the, talking on the phone, um, going out, talking to random people and all that. But doing, since I've been doing the volunteering, it's helped me a lot more, be more comfortable doing things that I never did before. I've been volunteering for at least four or five months, I think, roughly. Um, I didn't get out of the house much or anything like that, and it's just helped me do all that. I have met a lot of different people with uh, different things going on in their life, and helping them is helping me. Um, volunteering is the only thing that's helping me at the moment uh, to get out and do stuff. Really, I don't. Um, I'm not in education or anything like that, or in work because of my anxiety. I'm gonna stick with volunteering because it is helping me, and it's helped me so much so far. Um, so I've. It's just going to help me so much more than weight it is now.
0: You can hear more about Liam's volunteering journey in our story online.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Its emerged work to renovate a Kent castle will take 30 years. The historic fort in Hanger near Folkestone was bought by the council in the summer and they want to make it the star attraction of the new Otterpool Park development, which includes 10,000 new homes. Plans include flooding the currently dry moat, restoring the barns, and creating a public space in the 14 acres of surrounding land. A man's been fined more than £11,000 after building a two metre high wall near Sevenoaks without permission. He ignored an order made four years ago to demolish it outside his home on Well Hill in Shoreham. The council said it wasn't in keeping with the Greenbelt area and posed a danger to drivers. A teenage boy has saved his neighbours from a fire in Ashford after he spotted the flames while up late playing video games on his PlayStation. He raised the alarm after a garage caught alight on Myrtle Lane in the early hours of yesterday. A lorry driver has been pulled over after tailgating a vehicle on the M20, only to discover it was an unmarked police car. The HGV was flashing its lights at the officers in the 50 miles per hour road work section between Ashford and Maidstone. Kent's Roads Policing Unit have tweeted a picture, along with a warning to other drivers.
1: Kent Online Sport.
0: Football and Gillingham start the week, 13th in the League One table, following a one all draw with Fleetwood Town over the weekend. They failed to make Hit two wins in a row when they travelled to Highbury Stadium on Saturday. But Steve Evans feels they could have come away with a better result.
5: Well, I think we've left two points here, and my rationale for that is one is we've been a big notch down in key areas of the pitch today. A big notch down, but that's people who are thinking we're a settled team and they're going to play. And then, secondly, you can't make a mistake like that and not concede a goal with the quality of the Fleetwood's front boys. And saying that, they get a fortune, don't they? The boys glass the shot and it falls to our lethal finish in Paddy Madden, scores. Um, we, were, we made the changes to get back in the game. We went almost four up front, and um, we equalised with we we a really good finish from Alex. And there's only a, a real good block by the central defender from Ben Pringle, just tapping it into an empty net, and he just clips his heel and goes wide. The referee doesn't see that, but I don't think the referees had a good game today for either side. For either side. In difficult, in difficult conditions for both teams. It's a difficult venue to come against who I think would be a top class manager with good players but I think we've been a step down today we measure it on ourselves and if we come and come up against a good Fleetwood Town performance and team we'll take it right on the chin but we didn't do that we, we just went at it today
2: You referred to the, the goal that you did concede a, a mistake at the back it's one of those isn't it with Jack Tucker he's 20 years of age he's been so good but it did look good as if he was fault for the goal He's a
5: fault, yeah I say it as it is to him. I, I'm the first to say he's, he'll play a lot higher and he'll learn from that today. I think Ched's given him a, a real tough afternoon today, so he'll learn from that. Ched Evans is a championship striker, as we know, and you know uh, there's not many clubs in this level can afford him, but obviously Andy Pelley can, so that's, what's, that's what matters to them, it doesn't matter to me. But uh, I thought I thought as the game was going on, he was dealing with it more and more comfortably, I said, and he's, he's tried a little flick it doesn't come off or he slipped or whatever it is but you shouldn't be making I just said to him it's a mistake but he's, in, he's in there really disappointed he should be disappointed because if you care you're disappointed and as every supporter any football club and all, if you're not disappointed what are you he's not going home with a smile on the coach is he? he's going he's home disappointed and so he should but he'll bounce back in on Monday and we'll remind him of, of the good parts of the game when we show him some clips and how a player he is and, he, and he'll learn from it
2: yeah, It seems like a good sign that you're going away from this disappointed and, and feeling like your team didn't quite reach their best level the fact that you've set those standards in recent weeks
5: Yeah I don't, I don't think we did reach our level today I think a lot of it comes through certain players that, that give us that little benchmark to start and uh, we didn't really get going in, in key areas today you know young Tommy O'Connor probably his poorest game for the, for the club in a while I just said to him he looked really tired later on why we introduced Ben but in saying that, they've had an easy week in the last few days obviously they were out last weekend after the Sunderland win for their Christmas party for a couple of days and you need to give them a day of recovery so it's been an abnormal week in respect of how hard we work them. So just the remainder of them, then we'll be back to walking hard on Monday.
0: Elsewhere, an early goal helped Ebbs Fleet to a 2 0 victory over Enfield Town at the weekend. Alex Reid scored within 53 seconds away from home on Saturday. Manager Kevin Watson seems to be pleased with their performance.
6: I'm ecstatic because it's always a banana skin when you come to a, a lower league club from yourselves. Um, but I thought in general our play was excellent, we passed it superbly well. You had to match Enfield's work rate today, first and foremost, which we did, and bettered as well. Um, it's all about attitude in these sort of games, and my boys' attitude from the minute we got here, from the warm-up to the start of the game to the end, was was spot on. I, I was I was really really pleased. Yes, Jordan's made a save, which might have got their tails up. Um, but in general, I mean, we've had we've had a lot of chances there to, to bury that game and put it beyond doubt. And two nils are a, a scoreline where if they do get one, it be, all of a sudden it becomes a little bit edgy in a bit of a game. But um, we were more than value for our win. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, Tommy done well, crossed it. I've told the boys not to turn down crosses when they get in crossing positions, put it into a dangerous area. Really got a little bit of a fortunate bubble, I think. And on a in a sticky six-yard box, the ball sort of fell for him nicely. But... He's a goal scorer, isn't he? And um, he's prodded at home. The second goal was excellent technique. Great touch, great volley from Gozzi. I thought Gozzi was outstanding today. And if people want to ask why I brought him off, it's because he was feeling unwell. Um, I, I told him he can be unwell every week if he if he wants to play like that. It was, he was excellent. Resting Westy. Yeah, he's got a little bit of a knee problem as well. Um, and I did say to him, if I don't need to use you today, I won't. Um, he would have played, obviously. Um, he's been superb for us. But as I say, it's, uh, in the grand scheme of things, there are more important things coming up for the club. Having said that, I want to take this club as far as I can in the trophy. It's a, it's, a, it's the FA Cup for non-league teams, and we're obviously in the top league. Um, so we want to go as far as we can and win games. Yeah, I mean, the, the pitch was sticky. It was a bit of a blustery day as well. It's an open ground, as you can see. I was I was really delighted with a, the with a confidence we showed to get on the ball and pass the football. Um, and pass with a purpose. Some of our movements, especially the second half, were, were excellent. Um, and I've said that to the boys in there, you know, it's been it's been a tough week, but uh, we we've uh, we've come here and put on it's not been ground out coming to a team two leagues below. We we've actually come here and played very well. That's that's the way I'd like my teams to play. Yeah I mean and I said at half time Paney tried one crossfield ball one touch Frankie tried a ball come to him one touch Today's pitch wasn't a one-touch pitch. It was take at least two, but don't take too many. Don't get caught on the ball. And um, the second half, as I say, they were excellent. And that's the way we 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 want to play. We need to play. I'm not sure what that is now, two defeats in 12 or something like that. Yeah, as, as I said before, we've drawn games, but, you know... The confidence in not losing is all of a sudden becoming more apparent to the the eye on the side we're being confident, we're being strong, we're taking a touch we're getting it, we're passing it when we need to Um, and long may that continue we've narrowed the gap significantly with the run we've been on we're drawing other teams into it from above us who have not won in a long while so I'm confident I'm confident and this group of players is confident that we'll get out of the trouble we're in
0: On to ice hockey and it's been a mixed weekend for Kent's Invicta Dynamos. They beat Cardiff Fire 6-2 in Gillingham on Saturday evening but lost 5-2 away to Oxford City Stars last night. The Moes are now seventh in the South Division 1 table. And Kent sprinter Dina Asher-Smith has come third in the Sports Personality of the Year competition. The 200-metre world champion finished behind Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton and cricketer Ben Stokes who won the award last night after helping England to victory in the World Cup. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day you can head to kentonline.co.uk
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.